Niggas think it's sweet, but I keep it real to the bitter end Since a kid, I had family, I never had no friends Charged up, cause I stay a hundred, never to pretend If I did, I was holding back some tears when I was ten Every time I get some money, it's gon' make me wanna spend But that's just my personality, I gotta get it in I had $30 checks, only job I ever quit But I still kept it legit until I bossed up again Ain't no L's ever yo, stick, turn on lost yo, to yo, 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 we back episode 100 of threes from the ring g i thought about as the intro was going i'm like yo this is episode hondo g crazy we believe it g episode hondo g we 100 episodes in this shit wall breaking we we matched up with black otakus no black otakus would be 100 this week so i'm saying we matched up because he's the same week yeah so same week we're about to hit 100 episodes on black otakus as well so Two the well, this is this is the first YouTube Media podcast hit a hundred episodes. So we here, we here, we came a long way. Beautiful when you think about it, man. So many moments, so many fun little arguments. But hey, man, we here. Of course, it's your boy Chris J. Glad to be back. If you want to think off the top of your head, argument that I won, by the way. Um, Isaiah Thomas being better than. What's that man's name? Patrick Ewing. Gee, that is still probably the funniest argument. And if you go back to the archives and find the first time we did our top 100 players, we probably spent a good 15 minutes yelling and arguing at each other about who was better, Isaiah Thomas or Patrick Ewing. Funny argument, G. Funny argument, G. But we don't really raise and holler at each other a lot on the podcast. But that was a... Probably the first, the first, but hey man, glad to be here. Uh, pluggers as always, right now on Teespring, get you some merch. Daytro got the hoodie on right now as we speak. Uh, but 35% off on Teespring until the uh, till January 6th. So we're supposed to be getting $600 checks. Trump talking about 2000 and oh, he ain't signing that shit. So literally, you're gonna have some money real soon, and we'll give you 35% off. 35% off the end of year and start the year. Copy some U Tweaking Media merch. ASAPTURALLY. But let's go ahead and talk about sports as we always do. We're going to do wrestling first. Uh, let me go ahead and pull up the TLC, you digs. Give me a minute on that. Uh, matter of fact, hold on. Let me pause real quick because I got to do something. Hold on. I'm going to see if I can pause this. No, I can't pause it. Well, either way, we're just going to keep going. But. 100 episodes in, I'm proud, very, very, very proud of us, G, in every way possible, uh, and we're going to start off with wrestling and shit, but TLC was actually a decent pay-per-view, though, Yeah, very decent pay-per-view, uh, I, uh, had to, had to catch the, some matches at the end, but it'd be that way, so, I mean, I had to catch, I caught it live at the end, but I caught the rest of it. Uh, on the recording later, but uh, let's go ahead and talk about what we, what happened. Kickoff show had Big E, Daniel Bryan, Otis, and Chad Gable versus Sami Zayn, King Corbin, Cesaro, and Shinsuke. So uh, I didn't watch this at all. But did you see this match, G? Uh, no, I didn't. Eh, be that way. All right, cool. But uh. SmackDown's taped, and we do got good news, but I'm not going to sit there and spoil it, be it. so we're going to be generous here. Uh, Drew McIntyre. The reason I didn't see that match was because, yo, this pay-per-view came on like at 6. Yeah, it, it, I was watching a 5 o'clock pre-show, bro. Yeah, I understand, because, gee, I got to say, the, I got the notification while I was at work saying uh, 5 o'clock kickoff show begins. I'm like, gee, why is it starting so early? But I think it's just their way to combat the NFL because that was a it was a decent Sunday night football game, so which is they, smart. Yeah, which is smart. So, which is why people need to kind of factor in football season is in its prime right now, and and that's why ratings are fucking low on Monday nights. But you niggas are weird. Uh, then we have Drew McIntyre versus AJ Styles. Miz ca- cashed in his money in the bank. Ah uh, 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 uh. That's Drew, I mean John Morrison cashed in Mrs. Money in the Bank. 
as he mentioned on Raw this past week. I mean, yesterday. And pretty much Miz was involved into the match. And technically he was involved in the match without being involved in the match. But uh, Drew McIntyre won. Decent, uh, decent match. Decent match. Fun match. So I don't have no really issues with the match. You want to talk about it? Oh, uh, yeah, it was a decent match. I for sure thought this was the end of his reign when Mads cashed in. I was like, yeah, it's about that time. Um, but uh, I'm happy to see Drew still get it. It's just like I'm guessing the the, the Keith Lee prophecy is gonna come to flourishing. Yeah, it is. It definitely is. Uh, kind of the lean over to the way, but even though people will belly aching about Keith Lee right now, G, he is still kind of the one to win the Rumble this year. Regardless, it's nobody else who's that hot outside of Randy Orton, but clearly they're doing they're doing the best they can to keep Randy Orton and the Fiend away from Drew McIntyre right now in that belt, which is put them near each other and have them have their little feud. So you remove those two; those are two threats, and out. So it's just like, yo. Is Keith Lee? Sheamus is clearly gonna be his, his uh his uh his Royal Rumble match. We don't know what's going on with Miz and that Money in the Bank right now. There's nobody else on Raw who's a threat. So it's clearly Keith Lee at the moment. So Muggs just got to deal with it. Uh, so yeah. Uh, yeah, but yeah. It's Keith Lee or. Big E's rumble to lose at this point. Um, I'm putting down. Uh, even Ryan though you know it's looking like it's set up for for um Big E to take the the IC title. I think that's a swerve in my opinion. Even though it's a win win, regardless if Big E don't take it or take it. If he don't take it, that means he's taking it off of Roman. If he do take it. That means they trust in Big E with the mid car title. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I think it's a win win regardless. Um, what else? That's pretty much it, in my understanding of what I think about Keith Lee and Big E. If Keith Lee gets the belt, I just hope fans don't turn on him. That's it. And where how these fans are, G? Bro. Like, they already did the belly aching because they're like, well, is he going back to the performance center? He don't need to change nothing. Clearly, they see something. They just want to stiff, uh, get together before they send him, before they put the rock jet pack on him. So, it's like, hey, might as well get out the way now because clearly Triple H didn't see it. But, um, but yeah, like, it's come on, man. But uh, moving on, Sasha versus Carmella. I actually genuinely like this match. This is a really good match. Uh, yeah, um, Carmella proves people wrong with this one. Yeah, Carmella is has improved a lot in ring, and I kind of like the bootleg Hazel E loving hip hop type look with her because it kind of she she comes off more. Not to say like when she was wearing Jordan retro ones that she wasn't a threat, because clearly she won Money in the Bank, but she comes off more as a oh. She might actually whoop my ass, type chick. Then, uh, then she is now than she was then. I'll be back. Keep it going. I'll be right back. But yeah. So, uh, but as I'm gonna just keep proceeding, talk. But yeah, Sasha Banks really did a good job putting her over. Uh, really good job. Uh, I really enjoyed how. Just it was a really fun match. Like Sasha clearly was gonna win, but I'm. I, but throughout the, the setup, for the match, I liked that how. They made Carmella come off as a threat. Whether she was jumping her, whether uh, just with the, hey, I'm not scared of you, and also just applying pressure. And also, I really feel bad for black folks with the dreads. I don't remember Buddy's name. Is it Reginald? His name is freaking Reginald. And he looks like the type who will fall for our Carmella type. Just an overly tan white woman who... uh kind of has fake cheeks but not really cheeks and he's just sit there and be like i'm gonna simp over you 
and that and his name's Reginald. I don't. I never met an actual black person named Reginald. But if you are, if you know, it's not cool to be called Reginald. It's not cool to be Reggie. That's why I hate Reggie Miller. He's freaking Reggie. Nobody wants Reggie Weed. It's regular. You're a black dude named Reggie. You're regular to me, dude. So it, I'm just talking my shit. But fun match between Sasha and Carmella. Uh, I wouldn't be shocked if Carmella gets a gets a chance to have a rematch at uh at Royal Rumble as of right now because it's too early to put her back up against Bailey. And the only other person on the ro- SmackDown roster right now I can see her going against is maybe Natalya in the near future. Uh, so we'll see where that goes from here. But uh, anything else you want to add about the match, G? No, I think it was good. I wasn't looking forward to it, but it was nice. And it's always a good time when Sasha retains. Definitely. Definitely agree. New Day versus Hurt Business. It finally happened. Uh, Hurt Business went over to New Day. Uh, I'm not mad at it. It was clearly, it was, it was about, I want to say, like, even though they only had the belts for like two months. Well, yeah, about two months combined for this current title reign. But the Hurt Business is, they're doing everything they can to really seriously put them over. While also at the same time, make them seem like legitimate threats. And how else by putting, giving them, the mid card titles of that brand, so like I'm not mad at it. And plus, is the new day are bigger than the tag team belts. <laughs> They're bigger than the tag team belts. It's bigger than tag team division. They so, hosted a mania, my nigga. Exactly. So like they don't need to have the belts on them as long as they active on Raw. They're going to be on Raw just to do something. So either way, they're they they're in good shape. I'm not tripping at, about that at all. Uh, it's a good look for uh. For the hurt business, though, I'm happy for him. Happy for Cedric. Shout to uh, shout to Benjamin for uh, honoring the win towards uh Shad, who did lose his life this past year saving his son, and uh, in a uh, in that unfortunate incident. So, shout to uh the hurt business for this. Your thoughts? Anything you want to add? Oh no! Shout out to the hurt business. My bad, the game just came on, so I kind of focused on it real quick. No, that's cool. Um, shout out to the Hurt Business. It's good to see them actually getting that title. It would be good to swerve the Sheamus stuff, because even if he feuded with Sheamus at the Rumble, I mean, if, he, if Sheamus feuds with Sheamus at the Rumble, you still need somebody. I would love to see Bobby Lashley be that person. Yeah. Love to see it. I definitely agree. Like, I think, because clearly as of right now, Bobby Lashley has nobody to fight shot eight uh i thought he made that but shout out to uh but like bobby lash has nobody to really fight <laughs> in the mid car for raw right now andrade might return with charlotte back who knows uh who knows where angel garza is he's he's been off and on on main event uh yeah raw and raw doesn't have much of a mid card right now so it gives Bobby Lashley something to do. So I I, I definitely agree. I, I wouldn't be mad giving Bobby Lashley that one-off to at least say. And I think it will be a slap of a match. I know it might offend extra because he hates black wrestlers. And we know you listen to the podcast, my brother. But, G, give it a chance, G. Bobby Lashley did have a fun match with Keith Lee. So, and it's a brawler versus brawler type match. You can't go wrong with it. So, moving on. Women's tag team. Nia Jax versus Sh- Nia Jax and Shayna Baz- Baszler versus Oscar and Charlotte Flair. Uh, this is when I actually started watching the pay per view live. I knew Charlotte was coming back at this point. It was nobody else who would have made sense. You don't write off uh, Lana just for no reason, and not no no offense to Mandy Rose or Dana Brooke or even Naomi. You're not writing Lana off, who's been really hot right now on TV. She's pretty over not over over but she's over and just sit there and say hmm let's put charlotte in the picture because who else you gonna put in a title match no matter what than charlotte so uh i'm not mad at oscar and charlotte going over it was it make the most sense obviously um because if lana was still in the match or even put mandy rose in the match or dana brooke in the match i would have still assumed that they that nia jackson shana retained but uh, yeah. cool match. Good to see Charlotte back. Um, your thoughts? 
Uh, I personally did not. I don't. I don't say I don't like it. I don't care. I think it's a good thing to have Charlotte there. It's just the. It's going to be a um. What's that called? A collision course for her to get that title. So that's kind of not what I'm looking forward to. Yeah, it is. Like it. It is. It's just the journey of getting. For me, it's more like the journey. Like if things are obvious. I want. I care more about the journey of how we're getting there. What's the journey of Oscar versus Charlotte at this point? Because clearly, we know it's coming. There's nobody else on that roster who's a threat as of right now besides Nia Jackson and uh, Shayna Baszler to take it off Oscar. Besides Charlotte, so tell take me on a good journey on the way there at least. So. Uh, Moving on, Roman Reigns versus Kevin Owens. This was a very fun, hard-hitting TLC match. <laughs> uh, we was in a party. This is when you left, uh, but you we was at the party just cracking hella jokes, saying uh, Kevin Owens doesn't have no friends, <laughs> even though he said he has friends to come. But it was like no friends appeared, so it was just like, gee, what what you on? Uh, it's just find this way to tweak it to be undisputed era coming. I like it, but yeah. it's look like the the Goldberg stuff is still set up. Yeah, I'm good on that. Uh, I'm but, definitely good on that too. Yeah, AD I'm just saying. did a block of bogus. He definitely did. I'm like, get that man off him, G. That man, too old, bro. Uh, but it's funny seeing like both teams have like actual bigs on the court. Look old school as hell out there. Uh, but, but it was a very fun match. Shout out to uh, just Jay Uso getting involved in every way possible because it was technically two on one. Thought the whole match, it was legit yeah. two on one match. Uh, overall, uh, I need that Jay Uso. I'm gonna get him shirt. Just solely be, and we was cracking so many jokes because each time Jay Uso popped up, he was like with Byron. And I was like, I'm gonna get him. But when Jimmy comes back, he needs to have a shirt that says. I got you. I don't know why it just sound it just it just be hilarious as hell to see, but good match, fun match. Uh, moving on. Uh, Randy Orton versus uh the Fiend continues in a Firefly Inferno match. It was weird because the the flames didn't come up right away, and I was gonna say, gee, when the hell are we getting the flames? Then we gotta remember that uh Bray Wyatt slash the Fiend has the power of bring hell whenever he feels like it. And when he did make the flames appear, it was pretty raw. Pretty damn raw. Uh, I liked the match. I know some people a little bit critical, but it was clearly a cinematic match. But Randy or it's Randy Orton involved. They beat the hell out of each other. Teasing of the flames was really fire. Uh, some of my favorite spots was when Randy Orton went uh when the fiend was about to uh first brought the gas the little gas uh the gas thingy along and he was about to uh light randy Orton on fire i think shot to paul george uh he uh was and he had randy Orton in the chair and he was about to light that nigga on fire i was gonna say yo he really about to light him on fire and randy <laughs> Orton's face was just hilarious as hell he was just like yo g come on bro come on g uh and people watching the game, clearly the Lakers just got their rings. They do not give a fuck about the Clippers right now, G. So, uh, but I'm pretty sure Twitter got the hot takes ready as if we didn't see champions get their ass whooped on ring night. But, uh, but yeah, it was a really fun match. Seeing Randy Orton just legit burn that nigga alive was hilarious. I'm still not sure the first time Bray Wyatt was on fire was CGI or not, though. But... The fact that Randy Orton did RKO that nigga while he was on fire is golden. That was golden. Whether the flames were real or not, I respect it. That was a nice effect. Yeah. Really nice. It's, it's, it's probably one of my favorite matches of the night. Like, you know, I'm I'm very hot and cold when it comes to the cinematic matches now. But, you know, the RKO on fire was good. I did not see that coming. Um, the Fiend losing. I don't know. Like, is it really a loss? I'm going to say, because I don't, like, okay. They treat the Fiend like the, like an attraction. 
at this point. Even though he's in too many damn matches at this point. And plus, he pops up too much to be like that type of attraction. But it's like he's bigger than wins and losses because he's still a threat. Mm -hmm. He's not like, okay, if we're talking about somebody like... Let's use Braun Strowman. Yeah, Braun Strowman's a perfect example of somebody who is built up to be such a threat, but he doesn't win shit. He doesn't win at all. So when, but he needs wins to make his threat come off like, oh my god, he's legit a threat. He will put hands on you. While with the fiend is like. He's a mis- he's a mystic, mysterious ass character. It's like Kane. Kane didn't win a lot of championship matches, but we were scared when like if Kane popped up, you were scared to go against him. So it's like the Fiend is that type of character. Now if this was Bray Wyatt, then Bray the actual just Bray Wyatt character, then yeah, he needs wins. But since we're talking about the Fiend, is like eh, okay, he's a two time Universal Champion either way. And we know he's a threat. You don't want to fuck with the thing. And that's how I look at characters like that. Because you got to put them more in the Undertaker Kane realm of he's a threat, he's an attraction, and he's, yeah. mis- he's too mis- mysterious, mystic type being. You know, so that's how I, I view him. Like, but yeah, if this was Bray Wyatt, it'll mean more. But. In a match like this, where literally, nigga, you was lit on fucking fire, I'm not going to trip about him losing. Like, gee, he, he, like, okay, but still a fun match either way. He came um, back from it, so exactly. So, and then you're gonna continue, and then you continue the storyline more because now you got Alexa Bliss popping up on a swing set on Raw, uh, saying he's gonna come back more evil and dangerous than ever. It's like. Oh, now we're getting Super Saiyan Fiend. Okay, cool. All right, but um, but yeah. So that's that's that. Uh, let's go ahead. Is there anything else wrestling wise we need to talk about? Um, nothing. Anything UFC? Cause I know the the, the, the what's the year end event? The what? There's no end of the year event for UFC this year. Uh, nah. It's going straight to January, I think. I could be wrong, but I think it's going straight to January with some matches. I think the next card, most likely, the next card is most likely um, Connor versus Dustin Poirier. I could be wrong, though. I'm thinking that's next. Uh, they, they, they taking a break, I believe. Dana White on the high horse because he didn't have to cancel uh, whatchamacallit. Mm-hmm. He didn't have to cancel um, the UFC, so he's on a high chop. He's making videos and shit. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, nothing really big other than, you know, some people getting uh, um, released and stuff like that. More releases might come, but, you know, people might keep that on the hush-hush because it's not the E, so. Mm-hmm. Ain't nobody make it real big. Ain't nobody crying about it, about exactly. some people getting released, like yo and stuff like that. Yeah, it's like, and plus, new talent is always streaming through. There was a rumor that Dana White talked to John Jones to talk him into staying in light heavyweight to fight Izzy. Any truth to that? I don't like it. I don't like it. <laughs> I, I think they fight eventually, right? I think they fight, but mm-hmm. not right now. But the longer Jones wait, the more is in Izzy's court, so. Of course, because uh, if there's one thing about UFC, Father Time gets your ass. Yeah, Father Time gets you. Father Time Oh, then there's a chance Khabib still comes back. I don't believe he do, but Dana's really hoping. Yeah, Dana is really hopeful. I know that. I saw something about that. I was like, well, he didn't necessarily say he's quitting to me, but, you know, he might come back. So we'll wait and see where that goes. Uh, but so that's it for combat sports as of right now. Uh, nothing AEW talk about NXT. Nothing really talk about. Um, 
Let's go ahead and get into the NBA. This is going to be a short episode, by the way, people. Just letting it be known right now. Uh, NBA-wise, Rudy Gobert and a lot of uh, young players got their rookie extensions. Rudy Gobert got a Supermax. People are mad that he got $205 million. He's the highest paid big man ever in, in the league currently. People are very upset. People say, how did AD not get this contract? So first and foremost, explain why AD does not have $205 million. Because AD wanted to, did not want to wait. He said, hey, hold on. I don't know how the hell Patrick Beverly missed that. Uh, but, uh, good ball movement. Good ball movement. Hold on, I'm sorry. I just wanted to see that. But, uh, but yeah, AD didn't want to wait. He, If you waited one more season, like if he took a one plus one, he could have literally got the 200 plus million contract. But he wanted the money now and the, the longevity now, which I understand because no offense to AD and I love the man. He knows he has a not the he, he gets petty knickknack injuries. So he's looking out for himself. Get take the money now, you can make it back in pleasure in LA. But uh but yeah, so moving on, uh Gobert though. Two hundred and five million dollars for Gobert. So a lot of people, some people, the first thing people always bring up is points. Now, in the game of basketball, do points matter? Yes. But also, the other point of the job is to stop people from scoring points. Rudy Gobert is still one of the best rim-protecting bigs in the league. Uh, whether you like him or hate him, he's a two-time defense player of the year. Four-time All-NBA. I didn't know he was a four-time All-NBA. So that's, that's a feat in itself. He's only a one-time All-Star, I believe. So, and I think he's a multi, he's multi-time block champ as well. And he averages 17 uh 15 last year. And I, so, in terms of numbers, it's not sexy because it's not 20 and 15, but he still affects the defensive side of the ball in a way nobody else does, but probably Anthony Davis. And Anthony Davis, Kawhi, yeah, he he's Anthony in that Davis, Kawhi, Joel Embiid, Joel, Joel Embiid, and Ben Simmons. But it's just like, you know, I do believe he's he is that. You know, he is a a great defensive player. Mm-hmm. But would that matter? And this is where exactly this is where the matter of does it matter, and this is where it matters most come playoff time. So this goes back to the fact of you got to look at the fact that the Jazz is a what we call a small market organization. Now, have they had many of years of success? Most definitely have. They consistently make the playoffs. They consistently find ways to be in a contending type situation or fake contending type situation. Let's be a little specific. Fake contending type situation. So with that being said, I'm not shocked <laughs> that they gave him $205 million and Donovan Mitchell a contract that can be also worth $200 million if he hits certain uh, bonuses and stuff uh, based off of accomplishments like all NBAs, all stars, and stuff like that. So your goal as a small market, no matter how you feel, is to... <laughs> Keep your stars slash best players. Donovan Mitchell is a top five small shooting guard in the league. Rudy Gobert is a top five big in the league. You have to keep it. Now, does it work? You get to them. If we could make it to the finals one year, thank fucking God. Yeah, I think that's a goal. Yeah, I'm sure it's a goal, but you also know for a small market, we're in fucking Utah. No superstars coming here unless we trade for them. <laughs> that's the thing no superstars come in we trade for them and even then they get traded here they're probably going to be getting mad but by one thing I get the Jazz a lot of credit for is they compete and maybe on a weird year if some, uh, if luck presses their way they could sneak into a finals in the, and Donovan Mitchell has to literally play out of his rabbit ass mind they could probably sneak into a Western Conference Finals or Finals one year do I see it happen in the near future? Hell no and also, Rudy Gobert's still, I think, not even 30 yet. 
He's still yeah, really he, young. He can develop. Rudy Gobert can prove everybody wrong. He won't, yeah. but he can. Yeah. Like, not to say, and for him to still really average 17 and not really not have an offensive skills. Also, I didn't know that he averaged 70% of his points. And, like, he averages, seven, like, he scored, his field goal percentage in the paint is 70%. So, literally, if he gets to the paint, you're, he's probably scoring, which is pretty good. And I've seen him try to de- develop a mid-range. So, that in itself is progress. He cares about getting better. And he's entering the prime of his career. So, me personally, if I'm a GM, am I giving him $25 million? No. But I, but I know he's worth in the range of what a max would be. And plus, his resume speaks for itself. Like, it speaks for itself. And plus, we we wouldn't be a playoff team without him. They still made the playoffs with him on the roster before Donovan Mitchell got there. So I'm not really mad that um he's he got paid what he got paid. Same no, with Donovan really. Mitchell. And same with Donovan Mitchell. It's like you gotta look at the market for him. Cause if pretty sure any team would have gave Rudy Gobert a mat a max if he did if he decided to leave. It like if I'm the Clippers and let's just say Kawhi says fuck us and he was available next offseason. I'm giving them the max. Pair him up with Paul George. We're still competitive. We don't care. We we're, we got we got to have two stars, regardless. We're the Clippers, so he was going to get it somewhere. And clearly, he likes Utah. I don't know why. It's nothing Utah, but he likes Utah enough. And regardless, at the very the, at the Jazz best, that top four seed in the West. At the very worst, that. At, at the very worst, that's seventh, eighth seed. So, it's, it's like... At yeah, the end of the day. Yeah, at the end of the day, it's like, you keep... You're, if you're the Jazz, if they're happy, they want to stay, they want to stay. So, um... But, yeah. And then other a bunch of other rookies got they... Not want to say rookies, but young players got they uh, max extensions. Kuzma probably being the most shocking sign... Uh, signed the extension with the Lakers. His is a four-year, $48 million contract. I think that's like a little above 13 mil a year, which is some people say he could have got 15 a year if he hit the open market, but clearly he likes L.A., the Lakers. And also, if you look at the next couple of years in the free agency class, it's not really nothing there at all. Nothing. So... And based off how, and literally at this point, because Rudy Gobert was supposed to be in one free agents next offseason. He's gone. AD was supposed to be there. He's he's locked up. Giannis, locked up. So Kawhi is now the big name, but in, outside of that, the class is very weak. So clearly for the Lakers, it's like, oh, let's just go ahead and just lock up who we can lock up. Make a core. Put Kuzma on a very affordable contract. So if you want to trade him a KCP together for something else you can do that in the future so so I'm not mad at uh, Kuzma's contract is very reasonable because like so he can clearly outplay it easily so and it's one of those things that'd be really fun to see if Kuzma does outplay his contract uh, these next couple of seasons because it's no yeah. it's a three year it's a three three year I think with a player option for four so you can definitely outplay it. He can definitely prove people wrong. Everything. Yeah, I will hope he do. So, uh, who else? Hold on, let me, let me go to the athletic. Shout out to the athletic G. This is literally, I like, I love the uh, little app G. Uh, who else got big little money? Um, Luke Kennard got paid. That was extremely random. OG Anobi. There we go. OG Anobi got paid as well. He got, I think, $72 million over four years. Uh, he has potential. Some people call him a Kawhi Light type guy, especially the way he's developing because he's known as a defender and then with the potential to be a, a great offensive threat. He's still only 23, so he's it's only up for here for him. So I will, I'm interested to see how he continues to develop over the years. Uh, Derek White of the Spurs got a contract. Uh, his is a four-year deal. Uh, Markel Fultz really shocked me. 
Cause he got four year he got four years I think close to uh I think a little over seventy million, so shout out to Markel folks because he's there was a point where Muggs was saying that nigga's never gonna be the same, and he he got his contract. Jonathan Isaac also got his his money as well, uh even though his his ACL is still laying on the floor in Disneyland, uh notable players who did not get the extensions was John Collins who I'm shocked, uh. Cause like that man is cold. John, I like John Collins a lot. He has potential to be like a, a twenty twenty and ten type level uh big man. Uh, Lori clearly didn't get his. I'm not shocked because the Bulls don't know what that nigga's worth. We don't know wh- who's the true Lori marketing, and we gotta see that for this season. Uh, Lonzo didn't get his, but and wh- I want to bring up Lonzo's later. Jared Allen didn't get his, and Zach Collins didn't get his either. But back to Lonzo. With Lonzo, I'm I'm not I'm shocked, but not shocked because when you look at the Pelican situation right now, financially they they're they're tight with money. You have Stephen Adams. You still got to play Eric Goddamn Bledsoe. And as of right now, I believe a part of me feel like Eric Bledsoe is not your point guard of the future, and not the point guard you want to pair with a Brandon Ingram and Zion Williamson. He couldn't do it with clearly Giannis and Chris Middleton. So you telling me he's supposed to be the point guard to playmate, get Ingram, get Zion into the best setup positions and for them to prosper? I don't believe so. So, but at the same time, he's money. And unless you plan on flipping him to keep Lonzo, because let's just say Lonzo just starts going fucking crazy, then yeah. We'll see what we can. Uh, we'll we'll pay you at the end of the year, and we just ship Eric Bledsoe off somewhere. We will just promise you the money later, clearly. But um, but yeah, like Lonzo is probably the most interesting amongst those who didn't get his money. Uh, your thoughts? Yeah. Um. Me personally, uh. I think it's kind of like a Lonzo wait and see moment. You have a breakout season, you can demand more. You know, I don't believe that whole thing of the boys going to be playing with each other. As great as LeVar Ball is the father, I don't know if you're convincing anybody of that. Um, but, uh, damn, AD? Now Zubat dunking on niggas. Mm. But um Yeah, I just I don't it's a win win in a situation like that too. Do you really want to be in New Orleans for the rest of your career? Or at least half of it? No. So it's a mad see how much you work. So. See what it's about. And go from there. Yeah, I, I definitely feel you. Uh, so, yeah, like, I think Lonzo's going to get some money. Even, even like, and once again, when it comes to restricted free agency, uh, the Pelicans have the option to uh, match any offer. So, like, if you want to if you want to see how other teams value him, that's, excuse me, that's cool. Like, because clearly, like, let's just say with the Clippers, Paul – well, just saw Paul George as a point guard throwing the ball to, to the referee. But uh, if Paul George as your primary playmaker, which is what Ty Lue wants to do, does it come to plan, then uh, then clearly I'm pretty sure you will look into say, hey, let's bring Lonzo back to L.A., but bring put him on a Clippers locker room. You you will look into that, honestly. Yeah, uh, no. So. That will honestly make that one a better defensive team. Definitely would, and plus you have somebody who get Paul George, and if Kawhi stays the ball, that's clearly like you have somebody who's on par with Pat Bev as as a defender. It went, he's a streaky shooter at this point. Like Lonzo has potential to be a really good shooter, but at this point he's a streaky shooter, and yeah. so he's not messing up floor spacing. But at the same time, he's he's able to run your offense. So. But yeah, so it's a way to see thing with Lonzo. Like I'm, I don't think it's a bad, it's a bad situation for him. But, no, not at all. Yeah. So, 
But I uh, think that's it in terms of uh, anything else. James Harden's still in the club partying, and he's acting a damn fool in Houston. Nothing else to really talk about in regards to that. But let's go ahead and talk about our uh, preview, our awards, preview of our awards. So um, let's go ahead and knock out MVP first. Uh, Luka is my MVP. Like I'm, I'm full effect of the Luca agenda. I believe the Luca agenda is a very real thing, and you niggas just gotta get ready to accept it. Yes, y'all. I'm pretty sure the league wants Zion to be the best thing ever, and Giannis as well. But uh, I believe it's Luca's league, and we're just, just living in it right now, G. We're just living it until he's ready to take it. I am also, I believe, AD will be in the conversation, and I'm putting, uh. I just thought of that, man. Uh, shit. What's his name? Luca, AD. Uh, what's that boy name? Oh, KD. KD. I'm putting KD in the conversation as well. So, those are my uh, top three MVP candidates. You put him in the conversation. Uh, I'm looking at Bron, Luca. Bron, Luca, AD, not going KD. Even though the narrative might get KD, you know that push. I'm not. I'm not liking that. Mm. I don't think KD should even try to go for MVP this year. But now to ten, one of my favorite players of all time to do that so effortlessly. Um, I think it's Luca's MVP to win. I just think he's just going to have a showing. Um, but, you know, I would say don't sleep on Braun. Definitely don't sleep on AD. That's what I'm actually rooting for. Um, shit, I won't sleep on Kawhi. Even, lowest man- even though lowest management is a thing, I won't even sleep on Kawhi. Um, that's pretty much it. I ain't going for that Zion shit. You can miss me with that. I'm not um, putting that man in the conversation. I don't think I got him in anything right now. So uh, that nigga ain't that nigga ain't gonna make the playoffs. What the fuck he even in the conversation? <laughs> there, there people, actual people doing that because I didn't see nobody. Mm-hmm. But um, um, yeah, that's that's pretty much it for me. Uh, oh yeah, sleeper to win MVPs, uh, Joel and B. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, he's definitely. a sleeper. Though he won't, that's a good sleeper. Yeah, he's a sleeper. Um, next, let's go defensive player of the year. Uh, this is once again this is an AD's award to win, uh, to lose honestly, because he should win it. And I think as long as he performs defensively as he did last year, they're going to give it to him because he's old one at least. He should have at least two. Rudy Gobert has one of them, and I think Kawhi has one of them. No, no, not no. Giannis has one of them. Rudy Gobert has one. Giannis has the other. So it's ads to win, to me. But I'm also going to put Embiid in the conversation as well, and I'm also Embiid and Ben Simmons both going to be in the conversation for it this year. Uh, I think they might cancel each other out though. That's going to be the issue with that. Um, and I'm going to also throw uh, something's telling me, and this might be a reach, something's telling me Jimmy Butler might try to put himself in this conversation this year as well. So, no, no, not Jim, no, no, Jimmy Butler and Marcus Smart. There we go. I was thinking Marcus Smart at first, but Jimmy Butler I could see trying to fight for it, but Marcus Smart will probably fight for it as well. Especially since we haven't seen a point guard win it in years. Yeah. So, and not even years, probably decades since Gary Payton won. So, I'm so I'm, my top three is going to be AD, Marcus Smart, and Giannis is going to be in the conversation. Giannis is not. I don't think Giannis is going to get many MVP votes unless he averages 30, 13 and freaking seven. Then maybe, but. He's going to get the LeBron treatment of we're tired of voting for this nigga. 
So, so I can yeah. see that. So yeah, but I think those are my top three. I can see that. We doing defensive player of the year or MVP? Yes. Defensive player of the year. Defensive player of the year. My bad. I had to make sure that you said Giannis numbers. I was like, huh? Um, we got AD, who I think gonna win it. AD, who I think will win it. Rudy Gobert was always, will always be in that. Joel Embiid, I think, will be in it this year. Now, actually, scratch that. Ben Simmons. I definitely think Ben Simmons will be in the conversation. He was in the conversation last year. You were. He got overshadowed by AD and Giannis, right? But he was definitely in that conversation last year. I definitely think he'd be in the conversation this year. Um, That's pretty much it for me. I agree with the Jimmy Butlers, but I think the Heat going to have a power, not a power trip, but they're going to slough through the season. Um, uh, and I'll go with the Marcus Smart, too. Yeah. I ain't mad at that. Uh, six man. After just seeing what the Nets did to Warriors earlier, Karis LeVert is definitely my pick. He was my pick uh, when I uh, before the game, but he's definitely solidifying his case. That wasn't a foul, but uh, but yeah, Karis LeVert. I'm also throwing in Derrick Rose in hopes that because literally he's always in that conversation. Just he's stuck on the fucking Pistons. Free Derrick Rose. Uh, but if Derrick Rose goes to a contending team and he continues to put up quality six man numbers, he'll be in that conversation as well. Uh, I'm going for, um, so somebody on the Lakers, uh, somebody on the Lakers, I'm thinking. I don't know. That's something I really haven't think thought about six man. So think of Montrez. Think of Montrez. Seth Curry. Yep. That's if he don't start. That's if he don't start. Mm-hmm. Karis Levert. He can either win six man or most improved. That's pretty much it for me. I ain't mad at those. Uh, coach of the year. This is either going to be Doc Rivers or they give it a Frank Vogel. Or Steve Nash. Steve Nash has a possibility, but uh, especially if the media sim- sympathizes for the fact that they said that Kyrie Katie said he's not the coach. We just listened to that nigga. But uh, Doc Rivers and Frank Vogel is my top two picks. Like, If Doc Rivers do what... I believe he should be able to do with Philly as in putting him in a top three seed position, then he's going to win it, especially if Embiid and Simmons look good together. That's the thing. They have If they look – because the thing is, like, for them to be successful without having a correct meshing, if they just mesh correctly on offense, gee, like, they are arguably the most dangerous team in the league all, all around. But um, if Doc Rivers puts it together, I think he's the heavy favorite. I'm putting Frank Vogel in that conversation as well, especially if the Lakers no, uh, remain the top. Mike Malone in that joint. Mike Malone as well. I'm, I think, yeah, Mike Malone, yeah, he definitely, he'll be in that conversation too. So, yeah, so Doc, Frank Vogel, Mike Malone. I'll, I'll put Steve Nash possibly in there. And, yeah, those would be my four. Uh, and if Ty Lue can turn this joint around, Ty Lue. Yeah, he'll be in there. Ty Lue, got, no, the, the Clippers got to be the number one seed for Ty Lue to get it, though. It's a possibility. Yes, they have to be the number one seed, which is possible, but they have to be the number one seed. Uh, My most improved. So I have Zach Levine in there because I believe Zach Levine might literally gun his ass off this year. Like, legit gun. Like to no further avail, um, and to the, like I think Zach Levine might average close to over 
over 26 this year. I know last year my hot take was he's going to be the scoring champ. He might still be in that conversation. That was my hot take last year. Last year. I saw your eyes open up. But I think Zach Link averaged a little over 26 this year. Uh, I believe Billy Donovan knows he's the clear-cut best player on that team, especially on the offensive end. He's going to let that man get his buckets. Um, and if there's one thing about Billy Donovan I like is he will you he'll let his stars cook. He doesn't he ain't afraid to let them cook where they at their strengths. Uh Seth Curry's in the conversation as well because I think that man's gonna probably get some of the some crazy looks uh just by being in Philly. Like and for him to win be in that conversation, I think he'll have to average close to like fifteen, sixteen and shooting probably over 45% from three, which I think he did last season anyway. And that was with Luka passing on the ball. So, those are my two. Cause it's, not a, I don't, it's not a lot of guys for me to really win it this year. We's doing most improved, right? Yeah. MPJ, Michael Porter Jr. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I'm not – Yeah, Kev. I don't think Kevin Zavert can win it this year. Yeah, he can definitely be most improved. Uh, don't sleep on Markel, folks. Yeah. Uh, DJ Augustine gone. Okay. Um, you got nothing to lose, my brother. Um, oh, uh, DeAndre Ayton is a possibility. Oh, yeah. That's somebody I don't know how I forgot. If Ayton goes from, like, averaging, like, over 20 and 10, yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's what I'm going for. Yeah, I ain't mad at that. Uh, okay, next is all NBA first, second, and third team. Um, that's hard. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna cheat. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna do the same thing as last year. The same first team is the exact same first team. I don't think that changes. Unless Brian goes lower, right? Which but second team, I'm throwing KD and Kawhi spot. I don't think Kawhi was first team last year. No, I said for second team, I'm throwing oh. KD and Kawhi spot. Oh, okay. Um, and throwing K- Kyrie probably on third team somewhere. Oh. Uh, uh, I don't know Keith, if Curry don't make the playoffs. Is he still eligible? LeBron didn't make the playoffs. And he made third team. Third team is normally. We put in some niggas who were like crazy good. They just didn't make the playoffs. Okay. So yeah, because LeBron made thirteen a year. The Lakers didn't make the play his first year with the Lakers. But um, but yeah. So first team, my first team is AD, Giannis, and KD, and Harden and Steph. That might change though. Um, but because hey. Second team, I got Embiid, LeBron, Ben Simmons, Dane, and I'm putting Devin Booker in there for second team. Uh, and third team, I got Jokic, Bam, Tatum, Kyrie, and uh, Russ. Do you see Russ getting in it? I think Russ might average close. He's not going to average a triple-double. He's going to be close this year. Okay. Especially if the Wizards are like a top six, top five team in the uh, East. Uh, So, yeah. So, that's all NBA. And my biggest – our biggest trade prediction. Uh, I don't see a lot of teams making major moves, honestly, unless they need to. But – uh. Outside the Harden situation, Harden is probably the biggest name that might get flipped. But depending on what the Rockets want to do with that, that's the question. But uh, I'm gonna say, Jesus Christ, Kuzma, make a shot. Uh, but uh, Lonzo gets traded to the Clippers is my hot take. Is my biggest trade. Uh, my hot take is the Warriors don't make the playoffs. No, biggest trade. Hot take is after this. Oh, I thought it was hot take. Biggest trade? Yeah. Not not besides Harden. Besides Harden. Because Harden's pretty much, it's a wait and see at this point. 
DeMar DeRozan will not be a spur. Okay. I can see that. I can see that. DeMar and probably Marcus Aldridge probably get Oh, uh, and, Lo- and Maury Lark and Lori Marketing. I think Lori Marketing might be gone too. You the Bulls, uh you trade Lori Marketing uh to the Spurs for DeMar DeRozan? No. Okay. That literally adds nothing. The final Bulls, I'm trading Lori to a contender, get some picks or something. To most the Warriors or something. Most of the contenders don't have picks. Warriors ain't got no picks. As of right now, I don't know what they have. Besides, not enough help for Steph. Steph. <laughs> Gee, they missing so many easy layups. Uh, but, but yeah, okay. Uh, so, hot take. Now you probably gonna look at me crazy. I, I'm wait. I want. I'm looking right at the camera this time as I say this. Ben Simmons is going to shoot combined. Combined is the key in this. From the mid-range and three-point line, he's going to shoot combined 40%. He's going to shoot enough mid-ranges and threes where you can say he shoots 40, 40% from the, from that from the positions. Um so my hot takes uh notice I said takes the Warriors won't make the playoffs. Brooklyn get bumped the first round. Mm. Trey Young will be the third best player in the Eastern Conference. That's possible. And is that it? Oh, in between Joel and Beat, Ben Simmons get traded by the deadline. Okay. I ain't mad at either one. None of those, actually. Uh... Trey Young probably go elevating top three is possible because let's see. Best players in the East right now. Giannis. There's a lot of best players in the East. So I'll Giannis, probably cap on top Embiid, three, but like top five. It's a lot of good players in the East. Yeah. Giannis, Embiid, Ben Simmons, Tatum. Katie, Kyrie. Fuck, damn. See, I'm, I'm, I'm still used to them being East. Yeah, Katie and Kyrie. In fact, I didn't even mention them before them, but yeah, Katie, Kyrie. Westbrook, Bradley Beal. Like, it's a Bradley lot of good players Bill. in East, but I think it's Kyrie, a, I mean, Trey Young going to cut himself out. It might not be known this season, but Trey Young, Trae Young you going to look back and like, man, Trey Young averaged 28. What the heck? <laughs> 28 and 10, because with that team, he can average 28 and 10. Depending how often he's on the court, Rondo as well might be closer to twenty eight and eight. But I could see him getting to twenty eight if he gets to ten assists. Shoot, he might be in like he he'll sneak into uh, all NBA depending on the record. Um, it's possible because easily Giannis and KD's one and two easily. Um, that third. You can you can flip flop so many freaking players. Um, the East is really I know the West talk about the East got some really good stars spread it around. Yeah, it's like talent wise, that like okay if they were to do East versus West All Star games again, the East actually compared to previous years because the East used to be LeBron, maybe another legit superstar and down. Uh, other teams' second, third best options. You sit there and be like, what the fuck? Now, if they were to do an all-star game, East and West would be very, a lot more competitive. A lot more competitive. So. Yeah, I, I agree. So, I, I agree. Um, the East, like Talent-wise, the East is on par with the West, especially in terms of young talent. Like, young. The West still got like the old guard, of course, like the Brian, Brian, Kawhi, Steph, Harden. But in terms of like below thirty, the East probably got the best young talent, which is they should dominate. That's why when I think sit there and think, like when people like Harden sit there and say trade me East, it's like nigga, the East ain't no joke as much as it used to be. Like yes, yeah, why for the taking, but it's because. 
It's because the stars are more sparsed out. Though. Yeah, they spaced out. Last year, the West just had a bunch of fucking duos and Luca. Like, it's just you still had the CJ and the you still had the CJ and the the Danes. You have mm-hmm. Bron and AD, Kawhi, Paul, George, Westbrook, Harden, um, even Donovan Mitchell and um and um Rudy Gobert. Even if you want to go Jokic. Oh, throw Jokic in that MVP conversation. We that was big cap on us, bro. Oh yeah, we, we apologize. Ain't even gonna cap. Jokic's got a, 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 about a chance of LeBron getting it right now, bro. That nigga go. What if Jokic averaged a triple double? You give it to him easily. A center averaging a triple double for a whole season? Yes. <laughs> yes. It, for one, a center. I don't think a center averaged more than 10 assists since Wilt Chamberlain did it because he wanted to be an asshole. The collective, when okay. they did it, they wanted to be an asshole. They wanted to do it. <laughs> if you listen, if, for our YouTube listeners, because y'all probably haven't checked out old episodes, <laughs> check the episode where we was talking. I think it's literally called, it's either the Wilt Chamberlain had waves or... The Wilt Chamberlain to collect. I forgot. I think I actually named why well, I named the episode, but it's Wilt Chamberlain in the title. We call Wilt Chamberlain the collective because he's probably more than one person. And if you look at all the Wilt Chamberlains on 2K, they all look different. So it's like we don't know who Wilt Chamberlain is, but uh, but yeah, like if Jokic was sit there and average a double, du- I mean average a triple double, I'm giving it to. Him. I don't care if the Nuggets are literally the eighth fucking seed. Give it to him. Because <laughs> no center will ever do that ever again. Ever. Also, uh, another hot take. Um, Cat is going to get D-Lo traded. I don't think Cat's going to leave. But it, he's going to want D-Lo to fuck up out of there. For who, I don't know. Another hot take. Harden stays with the Rockets for the whole season. I want Honestly, I wouldn't even call it a hot. I won't be shocked. Cause they just gonna ask for some too like the price for Harden. This is the thing. Harden is a former MVP slash top five player in the league. That was pretty cold by Kawhi. Oh, that was a travel. Uh, but the one in travel that he he had to run. Oh, uh, but um, but literally like the asking price for him that doesn't involve a star, it's gonna be ridiculous. It's like it's tough to trade star players because you don't know what. What's fair value? Like, what people sit there and say the Lakers gave up too much for AD. I'm like, nigga, all they did was get rid of their young pieces, nigga. Like, any other team, like, if that's why, like, if any other, that's why Danny Angel scared to pull the trigger. It's like, no, I want a pairing with Jason Tatum. I don't want to lose Jason Tatum. Well, no, nigga, we want all, we want Jason Tatum. We want your, we want your future. That's the story. We want the future. So, but, uh, but yeah, so those are all our predictions for the season. Uh, short episode. We've been giving you guys long ass episodes for the past, literally whatever. It, we literally gave you a one hour episode, but we're also trying to watch the game at the same damn time. But uh, shout and the Lakers is getting kind of smacked up. But once again, when them niggas get their rings, they don't focus about nothing else but them damn rings. It's, it's ring night is a very big distraction. I'll never forget when the Bulls, I think 40 or 50 piece the Miami Heat. Uh, the D-Wade Shaq D, uh, Miami Heat, by the way, on ring night. And I was like, what the hell? So, it be that way sometimes. But uh, but we appreciate you guys for listening. Shout out to the YouTube uh, watchers, listeners. Make sure you uh, like, subscribe, and comment. Hit the little bell, letting you know when we drop videos. Uh Pretty much, uh, will we do an episode next week? We might take a week off next week, probably. Yeah, just so we can see what goes on the first full week of the NBA. So I'll be able to enjoy it in peace and also for the holidays. Merry freaking Christmas. Happy New Year as well. So, uh, but make sure you please, please copy some You Tweaking Media merch. 35% off for the end for the end of the year and the start of next year, G. So, but... Make sure you guys have a merry, merry, merry Christmas full of joy and cheer. Uh, make sure you have a happy and safe, happy new year. Please don't catch COVID. Please. It's not worth it. 
But uh, but yeah, make sure you follow us on Twitter at Threes from the Ring. Uh, keep up with our uh our basketball wrestling takes as we go on our little hiatus because look, we need a break and a vacation. So and make sure you whatever uh DSP whether it's Spotify, uh SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. You hit that subscribe and follow button as well and share. Let the people know that you rock with Threes from the Ring and all you Tweaking Media podcasts as well. But we appreciate you guys for listening and peace. Oh, Aviva's in this game, bro. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, look, man, I understand. Shout out to Lakers coming back, though. <laughs>